Wall Street had a mixed bag of donuts today. We had the Dow down slightly, but well off the lows of the day. And we saw gains, slight gains in the S&P 500 as well as the NASDAQ. Why all the back and forth? Probably because Jerome Powell was back for his second day of testimonial Capitol Hill. This time, it was to the House of Representatives. But he did not disappoint. He told us exactly what we were expecting. Kind of the same thing we got yesterday, except he didn't leave open the fact that they could hike 50 basis points or 25 basis points. So what's it going to be? We're going to explain to you right now. Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm your trader and co-host, Todd Schoenberger. And I am joined by my friend and co-host, Tobin Smith, out in sunny in Scottsdale, Arizona. And Toby and I have a very great guest today. We have Matt Toddy. He's founder and CEO of robo-analyst.com. He's a 20-year veteran on Wall Street, former investment banker, was voted, got, got some uh, hurt on the street or welcome to the street or whatever it is. But Matt's going to tell us exactly Best of what the it street. is. Best of the street. That's what it is. That's why you're the co-host too, Toby. You can fill, yeah, fill in you. those blanks for me. I appreciate that. So, so Matt, so welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. I appreciate and, it. And let me let me add that he Pat also, you know, in his spare time was an MMA champion of Hong Kong and has appeared in multiple, multiple you know, action movies. He's the lone white guy in, in like three different <laughs> movies I've seen him in. <laughs> and and uh, it's a perfect metaphor for being an analyst on Wall Street is also being an MMA fighter. I I, I love it. So and he's got Absolutely. all his teeth tied for crying out loud. So that's that's yes, pretty- he he has the TV teeth, no doubt about that. Well, it's great to have Matt because Matt has so much expertise with the markets, being an investment banker as well as a retail broker. But he also brings that Hong Kong audience to buy, hold, sell. And, you know, we've been we've been seeking we've that. Been, we've been hoping for time. that. <laughs> we've been waiting. That's right. That's right. So, Matt, I want to start with you on this one. So here you had the markets. They really took the hit yesterday. Powell came in. For some reason, traders seem surprised. I'm not exactly sure why. He repeats the performance today. He does add in the fact that the Fed still doesn't know what they're going to do when they meet March 21st and 22nd. With so much data going on right now, I mean, what do you? What would you tell investors at this time? Should they hang in there? Or should they look for opportunities? What do you think is going to happen with the markets? Well, you know, looking at the, the longer term charts over the last 12 months or so, we were in a downtrend. We use a simple indicator called a Fibonacci fan, which will give you different channels um, to let you know what stage of the market is in, whether it's in a bear market, a bull market, recovering, so on and so forth. And we broke out of that on the um, on the spider in um, November 10th. And then we broke out of that downtrend in the QQQs on uh, January 12th of this year. But the Dow actually broke out sooner. It broke out last October. So I think the downtrend itself is over for now. We did get some signals uh, last week, and I'd let Tobin know about this, uh, about a hard rally around that 200-day moving average. We have a timing indicator on our site, a TMTI, we call it, that uh, lets us know when stocks are reversing, and it tracks every stock in the universe at once and culminates that into an indicator. So I called Tobin, let him know that the market was reversing. We got a nice three-day bounce, but two gaps up in a row usually mean sellers are coming back in, which is exactly what we saw. So we got a negative 
a negative reversal there at the top. Now we're sitting kind of in a scratch your head point. So we're right on, you know, the we're above the 50 and 200 day moving averages, which a lot of investors use as their, their bellwether of whether we're in a bull market or, or bear market. Uh, so we're above that on the Qs. We're churning right around the 50 day moving average on the S&P. And then the Dow has been in a channel, really. And we've been in that channel for quite some time. So I would say as long as we maintain above the 200-day moving average, all is okay. The, the problem will come in if we break the 200-day with any volume whatsoever. And then you're just going to see people piling on, especially retail investors. That's going to scare a lot of people. Well, you know, yeah. Todd, Todd the, uh, the other thing that I, I, sort of blows me away is Everything that Matt has said is absolutely true, and his indicators have, have been absolutely correct. But there's about eight trillion dollars worth of of trading capital sitting in these uh, uh, in these momentum funds, and you can just I just I have a a, a screen that shows me which one of the CTAs, the big uh, commodity trading advisors, you know what they're doing in real time, and it's they're all in the same bible. I mean, there, there's Matt's point. Uh, you know, the ten month moving average was a was a big point for them. And you can just see when you drop below 200-day moving average, or usually the 200-day or this 10-month, you can yeah. just see the the uh, and the dark pools that we follow. Just see the the freaking red light, you know, turn on. I mean, it's almost like uh, I think today, Matt. I didn't see the final number, but you know, usually about 78% of the trades on on the stock exchanges are off the stock exchanges in dark pools, yeah. et cetera, and or they were actually automated trades that that were black boxes. They were just, you know, rules-based. If it does this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And that's where I think we're sort of in this no man's land. I'm thinking about that movie, 1917, the World War One movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was, I was, I was shaking. Every time those guys would jump out of that, you know, uh, out of the boxes, you know, and get the machine gun fire. I don't God, I couldn't say it. But this is what it feels like here. It's like 1917, where trench warfare. Finally, though, Todd, I excuse me, Todd, uh, it feels like some people are starting to understand that the Fed has to go to 6% or more to get any yeah. traction. And here's my new favorite statistic. I was just talking with a client today. I never quite realized. I said, where are all these workers, right? Well, you got 1.9 million, uh, uh, quote unquote, adults, 18 to 29 years old that aren't working. Yeah. Now, how the frick does that happen? Well, they're all downstairs, you know, playing Game Boys. Or something. I don't know. Um, well, well, we have six and a half million people in jail. We have four yeah. and a half million people who are on probation and are yeah. not employable in the most part. Yeah. The Fed's not going to go out and find 10. We got, we're down 2.9 million immigrants over the last yeah. since I mean, we're, well, we're short a shit ton. That's a scientific word, Todd. Yeah. We're short a <laughs> shit ton of breathing human beings who are employable. Uh, and, yeah. You know, that's. No, you're thank right. Well, very the much. I'll, I'll see you next week. There you go. Your, your work here is done. No, well, yeah. seriously, though, the JOLTS data came out today. And it did, it was actually showing us that the labor market continues to be healthy. No matter where we are with the hike in interest rates, you still have a strength that's taking place. And that does beg the question, like you asked, where are all these people? But there's a number of things here. You know, a lot of people might be thinking that, okay, I'm going to wait till I get the wage that I want. 
maybe their jobs, maybe they ended up doing other things. I mean, who knows? You have so many people that are retiring. You know the statistics better than anybody, Toby, that how many people are retiring every day and then how many people are coming back into the workforce. Maybe you had a number of people that went back to school. I mean, who knows where everybody is? But right now, the fact is, is that there is 1.9 jobs, job openings for every one person that's here in America. So you have a lot of there. There's a lot of selectivity that people that if you want a job, you can find one right now. Well, I also add this a little bit. So I'm going to because, you know, I'm a nerd on the Fed and uh, Minneapolis Fed in a report they just published on Monday said, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Last paragraph. The only way we would get to 2% inflation based on the numbers above is to have a recession. And that's the first time I've seen anybody from the Fed have the stones to actually stand up and tell what basically the Fed is trying to do their best to get people to come to the conclusion without saying it. And finally, this guy finally said, all right, Fido, let me tell you, it doesn't work. The math doesn't work unless right. we, we kill 5 million jobs. And they used a really nice word for it. But what, what yeah. destroy, you know, you're destroying jobs or people are taking the listings off the listing services. It's one of the I other. Think that's, Friday, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think that's what it is, taking the listings down and, and therefore not have those openings. The other side of this, too, is that I know employers – that we've done this. I mean, where you, you actually will be seeking uh, a job, uh, you have a job opening, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be filled in the next 30 days. I mean, it could be something that's filled next quarter. So these are things that, we're, are, that we are bumping up to the second quarter. The point is, is that you have employers that do sometimes wait until certain budgets come in and there are, they just want to be prepared with candidates. So there's a number of things there. Todd, Matt, I I, Matt, oh, go ahead. Matt is a health food uh, guy, okay? I yeah. drove by... Uh, Jack in a box today. And for some reason, I just had to have a freaking sourdough hamburger thing, right? <laughs> so I drive into the line. There's three signs up on there's no signs for like, you know, sale on on Jack in a box, J Bo burgers, whatever. There's three signs saying we are hiring at $18.25 an hour. Unreal. Unreal. And yeah. Uh, and um, oh right, right. You're you're hungry, Jack, or whatever the Jack is they sell that used to be like three bucks is now six fifty. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's not going away. Not, no, not no, painful. Not. I I have buddies that own um, a res- restaurant chains down here. I won't mention their name, but um, but they're they're trying to hire, and they have all these job openings, and and even I have a a labor based business here in um, in Sandestin, and and. Even though we try to hire, and there are these job openings out there, a lot of firms are just leaving those job openings out there with no intent to hire. Huh, that's interesting. So, so you've got to look at really what's the percentage of potential hires versus just, hey, send us your resume. And right. I, I think that that number is somewhat inflated because they're even though they've got signs out there, um, they're not really hiring necessarily. Hmm. Here, here's a question I have for both of you guys, uh-huh. though. Do you know of anybody who has started a new job, say, this year alone? I, I don't know one person that has started a new job. So when you hear about the health of the labor market, I can only look at my own circle and, and start scratching my head. I just don't understand. Well, what Todd, the, where, Todd, obviously you've been scratching your head a lot. And uh, number two, <laughs> you live in freaking Buffalo. So I, you know, True. it's not exactly True. the job creation capital of America. It's, at that uh, point, is isn't. Here in Arizona, it is redonkulous. I think I, I, some, one of the podcasts we did this week, Todd, I was talking about 
how, oh, David, how if you go out to dinner up here in Affluenza, uh, Arizona, uh, we were at a wonderful spot last night, completely filled, a hundred, yeah. you know, they have outdoor stuff because the places, you know, and then next door, a, a high-end $110 a plate Portuguese, you know, gourmet restaurant open, packed. Yeah, yeah. Go down to downtown Phoenix uh, and you say, well, that's going to be a little different now. You're going to go down to the freaking baseball game. Packed, not just in the baseball area, everywhere. But uh, there's, it, a, there's a huge, where you are. There's a huge dichotomy between the haves and the have not Oh, yeah, no question. And, and you know, all of my, my rich buddies like you, Tobin, and, uh, <laughs> and, and my other friends, you know, you've got enough put away. And, and you've got your 401k and you've got cash and you've got re, uh, rental investments and so on and so forth. The average person doesn't have that. I would argue to say that that a lot of the local service industry here around me and the panhandle has had to get their second and third job really? to support this hike. Yeah. Now, my well, buddies, yeah. my buddies in, in our financial world, I mean, they're not hurting. They could yeah. not work for years. Yeah. But the average person, I'm seeing pain at the yeah. local level. Well, there, I mean, you, I say this statistic a lot because it's it's factual and, and interesting that the Biden proposal on taxing over four hundred thousand dollars of income, which is obviously not going to get it passed, but when you take the top ten percent of households who pay sixty two percent of all the income tax and five percent of households pay forty six percent, the bottom sixty percent of households pay three percent, three percent of federal income taxes. I can't speak for state income taxes, so that is to your point, Todd. Obviously, in the United States uh, and other you know modern countries, we have this huge differential. It's just in the United States, our uh, we have this other thing called uh, subsidized mortgages. Basically, if you lived on the coast, my favorite uh, one, Todd, is my Matt is uh, my brother uh, lives in Park City, and COVID hits, and all the rich people on the East Coast and the West Coast who have kids in high school go to Park City and just buy houses for cash, three million, five million, eight million, so their kids can go to high school and finish off, right? Yeah. The complete reverse of that is they're short fifty thousand workers up there in the greater ski areas in that greater area. They 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 can't get there's, there's nobody to hire, uh, and that's that's America, baby. You know, yeah, it really uh, is. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about that. Well, listen, let's leave it there on this block because when we come back, I want to ask Matt when he looks at it with RoboAnalyst and it's robo-analyst.com. I'm anxious to know, do you consider what happens with the, the macro environment, with the jobs, et cetera? But we'll get that answer when we come back after the break. Please stay with us. Buy, hold, sell, brought to you by Crosscheck Management. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. 
Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change Podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. Welcome back to Buy, Hold, Sell. We have Matt Todd with us today. He is the CEO and founder of RoboAnalyst.com. Our audience can go to Robo-Analyst.com. We will be posting that out as well for all of our social networking accounts. Please, if you're not a follower, please uh, please do so uh, soon because you're going to be missing out on a whole lot of great stuff, especially all the musings from Toby and his uh, his new thing with that uh, True Market I'm a, Insiders. I'm a muser now? That's what I am? I'm a muser? <laughs> Amusing to me, that's for sure. Uh, So listen, there there you go. So Matt, so I want to go to you because with Robo Analysts, you have this this technical analysis. I know you also have um, the the section for market timers and and there's a lot there. I know our audience is a lot of do-it-yourself investors and they do prefer that market timing ability. But do you take into consideration anything maybe with some of the ancillary items such as, I don't know, the Fed uh, hiking rates or the jobs report that's coming out or CPI next Tuesday. I mean, is there any of that is taken into consideration or is it just strictly technical analysis? So we do have a fundamental engine as well, um, which I don't have posted on the site, but uh, our robo-analyst, the current version just uses technical analysis. And, you know, it's kind of flip-flopped if you really look at things where fundamental analysis, there's a lot of massaging that goes on. There's analyst estimates and everything else where technical analysis just looks at two things, who's buying, who's selling. And it doesn't matter what news comes out or what's going on. We're just tracking who's buying and who's selling. Now, as Tobin mentioned earlier, um, there's some gray market trades that print at the end of the day that we don't see, which is, I think is total bullshit. Yeah, Those should be run during the day because they're also skewing the technical analysis a little bit because I've got a volume delta uh, prop trading uh, algorithm. And sometimes it gets triggered at the end of the day because they're printing all those trades. So um, anyway, from that perspective, um, our technical analysis uses the most widely used indicators out there. And we did 40 years of back testing and we tried every combination of indicators possible. And we drilled down to the most widely used by the most people. 
because what? They become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah. So we we tried all these fancy systems and which we do use on a proprietary trading intraday. But for the general checklist of, hey, what's the market going to do the next three days, the next 30 days, the next six months? Our indicators are 70% average or accurate on average. And, and that's higher than most of my intraday trading systems, to be honest. Yeah, so we're just trying to, if you're an experienced investor, it's a checklist for you to make sure you didn't miss anything. If you're a novice investor, it's a teaching tool because the computer actually generates real-time commentary and analyzes every stock real-time in the universe. So I don't have to listen to your voice, Todd? You, is, you actually can read it? Is that, yeah, I, I, I love right. it. Well, tell us what sectors are, are you buying and what stocks are hot, brother? Come on, man. Um, well, you know, we we rode the the um, the capital goods sector for the past few months um, mm -hmm. on our long term stuff, stuff that I you know have my my family do on the side, and and a lot of the um, you know the military companies, so on and so forth. But uh, we're actually we've stepped out of capital goods. They've had a thirty percent run, you know, over the last few months, yeah. and and I think that's that's. And it's had five legs up and each leg's getting shorter. So I think that's going to roll over. Um, I still, you know, we got out of the Dow a couple of months ago and rolled into a pure tech uh -huh. the NASDAQ and went went crazy on the queues um, back in January. And um, now we're just kind of waiting to see what happens around this 200 day, 50 day moving average. And we're going to, we're going to look for volume Delta where we've got a, a heavy push where our indicator will pick up that the banks are stepping in and reversing that one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So right now I would say in general, we're in a bullish move overall, but um, the short term, we might get some retests, but I, I think the major bull market technically is back in effect to some level. Hey, so Todd, what, um, when you say the, the volume delta, you mean the change in change of the change of volume up, down, sideways? It, it's uh, the volume delta is an indicator we use to basically for intraday trading. So we can see um, how many people are taking out the offer versus taking out the bid essentially. Huh. Okay. That's interesting. So if you get people just flinging market orders like- Market order, market order, market order. Yeah. Yeah. Then that, that Delta is going to go pretty wild. We, we have seen an increase in big funds taking out stops. I mean, it's kind of always been their thing where they, they're trying to build a position and they'll see a bunch of stop losses right below a major support level. They'll go get them and then take it higher um, or vice versa on the high side. That isn't very nice. It's not nice at all because they hurt me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen an overwhelming change this year, you know, and, and you alluded to the fact of, of all these momentum funds, right? Yeah. I've seen a, a huge jump, maybe 20, 30% more activity of funds taking out stops and then reversing it this year than I have versus last year. So it's, it's really been a wild, wild market. Our prop trading accounts, we've shortened from 15 minutes to five, and now we're doing one and two minute. Wow. Rhythms. It's crazy. Wow. That's impressive. Very impressive. So how does it work? So you, is it similar to a Bloomberg where I need a seat license to sign up or, or how do you no, tell the, me? Uh, our, our end of day version of the software is free. Oh, wow. Okay. I so that's, that's fascinating. 
Yeah, I use it for myself and, and my own trading. I, I only charge $9.95 a month for the intraday version. And I give you stock picks every day with that $9.95. And we have a 68% 10-year winning track record on those stock picks. Wow, that is very impressive. Yeah, Toby, do you have anything like that? Yeah, that's I, I do actually at True Market Insiders. We, uh, we, uh, we have about 10 different uh, trading systems. Uh, not at Transformity Research. We uh, you're, you're looking at the Bass Computer Network that we uh, that we operate. I, 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 but but Todd, I, I, you know what was interesting? We've had you know J.C. Parrots on and some other you know technical analysts that are very successful. And 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 you know J.C. will tell you the bull market started in June of last year. I mean based on you know his uh, right. support levels, et cetera. And then it you know retested in October. And that we're in this bull market and people are kidding themselves. My my message is, yeah, but my business is finding the sectors within the sector, the micro sectors. And I, you know, I go back to our <laughs> our whole strategy of looking for this, you know, huge transformational changes, transformational economic events that create winners and losers. And we're trying to, you know, own the winners. Still today, if you look at the new highs, almost 60% of our prosaic product tankers and oil tanker stocks are hitting 52-week highs. Now, yeah. If you look at the transportation index, it sucks, and th that's why I uh, that's why I've joined this company, True Market Insiders, because we're sort of adding the the ultra technical, then with the ultra micro indexes, uh, and I'm really looking forward to having because we'll probably have 20 micro indexes that start, you know, that begin with the fact that they're outperforming the overall, you know, S and P 500 or QQQ, whatever. Because you know, if if you're not, why are you in business? Um, right. And then. And then the and then the idea of being able to add you know these relative strength stuff and I'm gonna, I'm going to get you to get together with Chris Rao at the True Market Insiders because I think I think there'd be a good fit there and um, you know we can always use a, a, a guy yeah with hair. and but we have and we and we don't we have many Chris guys with full head of hair I'm the only one <laughs> so. that's true and we've had uh, we we've had Chris on the show before yeah. uh, talking about his program and then obviously giving us some um, some some stock picks Matt I'm just curious when you send out your those investment suggestions is it pure equities or ETFs or are you, are you covering mutual funds? I mean, would tell me everything. Sure. So um, each day the the software generates a list of swing basically key reversal picks, and that is where a stock has made a new low or a new high and it has reversed on 130 percent of average volume and closed above the the previous high or close, and we and bouncing off a support level. So basically, we track part of our timing indicator is tracking all stocks that are reversing on high volume at more. Is that than, good or is that bad? Um, it's good. It, to identify tops and bottoms when money's turning over, basically. Okay, and it's, it's identified every every bottom and top within a few percentage points over the last literally going back to 1998. Now you do get a lot of, you do get a lot of false signals sometimes on lower volume that um, where you have some some selling going on uh, from the retail side uh, but the institutions aren't involved. So we we do sometimes um, get multiple signals on that long stretch of bull market that we had. Um, there were several areas where institutions were were taking profits, but by compiling that indicator we get this list of stocks every day and we'll one day we'll have five longs and 30 shorts. Well, that's probably telling you the market's going down the next day and, and vice versa, right? Yeah. We had 200 longs 
jeans the other day and only 30 shorts on that day I called you, Tobin. And I yeah. said, hey, we're, we're going north from here. And we had those big gap up uh, days. So um, we, what we do is we we give you that list right on your chart each day. And, and you can pick and choose whichever one you want to trade or trade them as a basket. And what, what we suggest is using support and resistance levels, which are dynamically generated on our chart. So if you buy it here, then you sell it at the next resistance level, or at least move your stop up to there. So is it is it the full universe of stocks? Or I mean, are you just focused on large caps, S&P 500, Russell? What, give us an idea. We track uh, 16,000 stocks. Wow. So, okay. So it's, it's everything. I mean, some days we'll get 20 ETFs on there and only two equities or mm -hmm. only two, you know, individual companies. Yeah. Um, some days we'll get 20 banks on there and all the sellers are tech stocks. You know, yeah. so it will it will show what sectors are expected to move up or down on a daily basis. It's pretty mm -hmm. interesting. Hey, now, what do you um, what do you read on these, you know, one day only options? Well, they've been around yeah. for you know, moons, but now all of a sudden, you know, the Wall Street Journal and other uh, publications are saying, man, these one, you know, these one day options are See, crushing options, the yeah. market. Yeah. So, um, you know, as a trader since 1993, I um, have taken more of a butt whipping by buying options than I have anything else. So I would tell the average investor. We all have. <laughs> sell, if you're going to sell out of the money options with a short-term expiration, that's the only chance you're going to figure out the option market. That's Well, we actually have a service that we're going to be adding that in our portfolios that we are, you know, are actively selling uh, option for income. And, and you know, people also sort of forget that it also takes your cost basis down. Uh, my, my favorite example is uh, when we successfully went to cash in January of 2020 and successfully went long the, the puts on XOP and uh, QQQs in early February, thank you very much. When we closed those out, about the you know about the eighth day of April uh, during the mini bear market, we, we there was like master limited partnerships that that pay two dollars of dividends and they were selling for three dollars. I mean, yeah. I had never in my life, except for two thousand you know eight ish and maybe the couple of the crashes in two thousand, where it was just complete annihilation. Now, master limited partnerships, because they're most retail owned, uh, institutions can't own them, et cetera. I could understand that people were like, ah, it's going to get. So USA compressor, you can't run a pipeline anywhere in the world, but particularly United States without a 10,000 horsepower compressor, right? So I call the president and I say, sir, uh, and they're on 49% by energy transfer, which is only a $75 billion market cap company. I said, what, what's going on here? And he says, I says, I, I, don't quote me, but people are shooting the bed, Tobin. And, uh, uh, I, you know, we're getting volume we've never had, et cetera, et cetera. So I said, thank you very much. How many years have you paid the dividend? Uh, 12 years. We never miss a dividend payment, 50.5 cents. Uh, okay. So we go in and we start buying all this stuff. Our cost basis is $3. We've sold $6 worth of call options on that. So if you were ever to sell it, what's, what's your cost basis? A negative $3? I mean, and I that uh, to your point on options, I use options for specific reasons, long, et cetera, and short. But the easiest money is just is like 
using your system that says the stock is really at uh you know at the top of its valuation yeah sell the next closest call option take in the premium it goes absolutely. into your cash account absolutely. and the worst thing could happen is is that you're going to get taken out of yeah. the stock that you sold the option on all right yeah. yeah the covered call is <laughs> by far the the safest way to do it right yeah, I, you know, it, it, it just, it, and, and people are scared of it. That's why they subscribe to me and other people's because, you know, we help them help them do it. But if you're a full-time do-yourself investor at home and, you know, you're uh, managing your portfolio like my lazy ass twin brother, um, you can, uh, you know, it's, get the printout. That's a, that's a product for you, Matt. It's just a printout of stocks that are have options that you know have sort of reached the climactic point and then and, and the option premium is you know more than a buck let's say in other words it's enough to be you know to earn three or four percent uh three or four percent a month starts to add up i don't yeah. know about you but i, I sort of like that uh, stuff. it sure does and and we've even gone to the extent of taking our daily trading list and selling options on those because they're at extreme highs or extreme lows yeah yeah, that's all. okay. Well, that's cool. All right. Well, yeah. I got to get on your on your service, brother, because uh, I, you know, there's nothing funner than just going into your account and having you know having the list of things you think they're topped out, or if you got taken out, you're okay with, and just say yeah. sell 100 options, sell 100 options, sell 100 options. Yeah, yeah. Four, five, Definitely. six thousand dollars in the day, and all I've done is like drink coffee and you know having. having haven't even worked out yet. Yeah, that's right. And that's huh. the thing. It, it is a one-stop shop. I mean, just for my quick uh, research on it, Matt, I thought it was very impressive. I mean, everything that you're offering and for any uh, anybody who is a trader, market time or whatever it is, they're looking for technical analysis. Yeah. They definitely want to go to, to robo-analyst.com. And, and you, do, so. you don't want to... You don't want to write Matt a check and have it bounce because he's also a martial arts uh, killer. And uh, yeah. That's and right. And if you yeah. if you Google no, Matt Toddy, no, you, you're going to you see gotta... some films you've never seen before. Not porno films. I'm talking MMA films. And we yeah. had think about think about this week on Buy Hold Sell. We had David Nelson on yesterday. He was a lead guitarist for the Turtles. For the and Turtles. now we have a well, now we have a movie star, an MMA movie star no, on, no, on no, the no, show no. with us. Who's coming up next? That's all I want to know. Well, all I, I, want to... I am not an MMA movie star. He's a, he's a martial arts movie star. <laughs> Unfortunately, you've never heard his voice because it's all in Chinese. He's dubbed in Chinese. <laughs> Matt, will you be going to the Oscars? That's what Toby and I want to know. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Fantastic. I have, I have zero chance. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, listen, we're going to leave it there, guys. Thank you so much, Matt Toddy, CEO Thank and you. founder of Robo-Analyst.com. Like I said, for all of the, for the entire audience, we will be posting that information out on all of our social sites. Let everybody know. I definitely, we recommend you definitely go to the site and check it out. So, on behalf of Matt Toddy and Tobin Smith, I am Todd Schoenberger. Thank you again for joining us today for Buy Hold Sell. We have a big, big Jobs Day Friday show coming up. You will not want to miss it. Trust us, this is going to be the biggest show ever for Buy Hold Sell. And I promise I won't be late, Todd. I promise I won't be late. <laughs> even better, even better. <laughs> All right, guys, you take care. We'll catch you next time. Buy, Hold, Sell Live, brought to you by Transformity Research. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? 
That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.